Dave here to give you my review of Lightyear, Disney Pixar's latest theatrical release. I actually had an opportunity to catch this at a screening event uh, just a couple of days early. Ben was too lazy to drive the 30 minutes to the cinema in Tampa, so just me today. Um, actually, before I start with my review of the film, which I'm going to try to keep spoiler-free, although I don't know how much of you all care too much about spoilers for this one, um, but... The screening was great, number one, because the movie started when it said it was going to start, which was 7 o'clock p.m. There were no trailers. And I got to say, that is such a great way to watch a film. Because I, I feel like after watching four or five trailers, you know, three minutes apiece, they're throwing a bunch of visuals at you, lots of music. I'm almost exhausted by the end of the time I actually get to the, th- the thing that I wanted to go see in the first place. So I really enjoyed that experience. Also in a nice Dolby theater. So let's get to the movie itself. I see this film as a movie that's in conflict with itself and something that never really quite comes together. There's even a lot of confusion about what this movie actually is. Is it a Toy Story movie? Well, no, not really. And um, depending, I'm not sure what's been out there in terms of uh, trailers and materials beforehand, but the movie essentially starts by saying, um, just to paraphrase, Andy, I believe 1994, Andy got a toy called Buzz Lightyear because it was uh, his favorite movie. And this is that movie. So in other words, it's as if you got a Luke Skywalker toy after seeing Star Wars. Um, And so that's sort of the idea behind it. But it's not like a crazy idea. It's kind of interesting and fun. But the fact that people don't know what it is they're actually going in to see, that in itself is a problem, even though the the, the concept... um, is not really that complicated. But uh, in anything, <laughs> if you can't explain it, then that that is an issue. So people will be going in there um, not really knowing what exactly it is they're, they're sitting down to watch. And in fact, uh, when we were watching it, I heard uh, someone explain to their kid just what I what I just told you. So he sort of knew and hopefully he <laughs> hopefully it made sense to him. Um, so getting into it, what I mean by this movie is is in conflict with itself is that it's there's almost two movies. You have this first act, it's about 30, 40 minutes, and it is, I really have to say, it is fantastic animated science fiction, just full stop. Super high cinematic quality, um, really well done, really thought-provoking, and and it does borrow, as you may have heard from Interstellar, this whole time dilation concept. So it's sort of (laughs) taking that one piece from Interstellar and, and really running with it. And I think it's honestly it's fantastic the first act beautiful and and then sort of after that happens that's all kind of over and then it moves into a sort of a typical Pixar story so it's almost as if you know the creators of this film they had this really cool concept and then they didn't really know or weren't allowed to fully flesh it out I would really be curious what they would do with a full hour and 30 minutes uh, to keep exploring that idea um, and really those 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 super high sci-fi elements that were just so fantastic. Um, as I said, we'll, we'll leave the spoiler stuff aside. Uh, they do they do things that that do connect. I said it's not a Toy Story movie, um, but there's enough payoffs there for fans of, of Toy Story uh, and true to to the Buzz Lightyear character. So I think um, if if you are looking for those sorts of things, I think you'll get them. Or if your kids are, certainly I think they'll appreciate it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so so again, it's in conflict. It doesn't really all come together. It's just a fantastic thirty minutes followed by just sort of a bland 
hour, uh, in a sense. Um, you probably have heard of Socks the Cat um, as being the next big toy or next big Pixar character. It's a robotic cat in this movie. And, you know, it is absolutely spot on. You know, people say it's the best thing in the movie. And <laughs> other than the, what happens in that first act, it's certainly the most compelling character in the movie. Uh, very funny, uh, really inventive stuff that Pixar always does. So you, so everyone, adults and kids alike, will enjoy Socks the Cat. Um and I mentioned visuals a second ago. What I really loved is the design of a lot of the things, the design of the suits, the ships, uh, the world, the colors were great. Everything, everything, all the design aspects of all that stuff, the ships and all that is great. Uh, it does have things have buttons and switches and things look like it's in a lived in world. Um, and so that, uh, that, that, that is absolutely spot on. It's the kind of thing we want in any kind of a science fiction movie, really any movie. It must look realistic and cool. Right. Uh, and they get that. But after that, there's some parts where the visuals also just look a little dull and flat. And speaking of flat, I would say that applies to the voice actors as well. This one stars Chris Evans, Kiki Palmer, Taika Waititi is in it, uh, Peter Sohn as Socks, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, uh, James Brolin is in here. So it's it's a good smattering of characters. Peter Sohn as Socks probably does the best voice performance of all of them, uh, which is interesting. You know, Do we really need celebrity voices when you can get a better performance out of someone that we, we don't really know very well? Peter Sohn, I've never heard of him. Uh, so what does Chris Evans bring to this movie? Not a lot. It's very... Now, I will say, I'll preface by saying, I don't like Chris Evans. Uh, I find him insufferable and a sanctimonious prick. So that's my take. So I'm a little biased there. Um, but I think he was just very monotone. There was not a lot of energy in his performance. And there's been people wondering, well, what about Tim Allen? Um, would Tim Allen have been better in this? Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know exactly who would be better. Um, but I, don't, I know that it's not Chris Evans. Uh, and I feel like Really, the cat was the best part in terms of the, the voices, and all the adult characters—they were—they all just didn't do it for me. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe we can rethink how we bring in actors to do these movies. Um, yeah, it's, so I think Chris Evans kind of was a big fail right there. Uh, I think if there's maybe if there's one takeaway from this movie and. Maybe my hope for this film is when when kids see that first act, it gets them interested in science fiction. It gets them interested in big ideas. And now I don't know if they quite understood time dilation. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's just something that starts put, puts a bug in their ear and gets their mind churning. I think that's fantastic. Maybe it interests them in space travel and just the whole world out beyond you know what's what's under our feet. Uh, so I think if it, if this movie does that one thing. Um, I think then it's mission accomplished. So I'm going to keep this review short. I'm going to get out of here in just a sec. I'm going to give my review uh, in terms of stars and buckets of popcorn. I say this is a three-star movie. Uh, it's good. Good, not great, not bad. I've seen a lot of, there's some negativity surrounding this film. Um, you know, I don't know. It's it, it's kind of a, it's a Pixar movie. There's going to be some good parts and bad parts. Um, the great parts are great. And, you know, it, it just sort of becomes kitty fluff after that. But that's not a terrible thing. So I'd say it's a good movie, good Pixar movie. Uh, and four buckets of popcorn. So I would say there's enough to keep adults interested and, uh, and, and enough to maybe broaden the minds of kids when they, when they go and see it. So I would recommend it. 
Well, that is your light year review. Thank you all for listening. We'd love it if you guys would interact with us on Twitter, uh, our main account at Blockbuster Mentality. You can hit up Ben at BC Cord on Twitter. Ask him why he didn't show up uh, to view this movie with me. You can follow me at Dave underscore Quist, where we can go and complain about Star Wars. And finally, we would love it, guys, if you would give us a review on iTunes. Um, you know, we love five stars, but if you hate it, that's okay. I just want you to go ahead and review it. I uh, really much appreciate it. Well, that is it for the light year review episode short and sweet we've got a lot of movies coming out quickly um we, goodness we've got jurassic world um there's that elvis movie out there the store love and thunder uh so we're gonna try to stay on top of these movies and see them <laughs> as much as we can and try to get you guys reviews and of course you know the normal uh, show format um where we bring on an amazing guest to talk about their favorite movie so that is all for today thank you all so much for giving me your time keep an eye out for the next episode